in the belly of the beast. Not a great place to be. So Selenar then kind of like looks up and looks around to see if he can see uh, Frank. She's around. Yep. So you look for Frank kind of in the general direction where you thought that she was kind of looking to see if there was anything going on with these tents that are under some kind of veil and you do not see her. I don't, I don't see Frank. Um, They, I don't think they, grabbed her do you think perhaps she's in that she could see the tents maybe she's in one of the tents she went off to go look, look for the look find the uh uh Yuanti tent right the, the, the well the, yeah yeah the young okay. Yuanti one was yeah the one that they were in was burnt down but there you saw two other ones that that were there at the time kind okay. of uncovered and yeah you, she's just wanted to see if there's anybody else that's left I think that we should probably search for her. Well, the screaming. Cravoy's looking around like, yes, yes, the screaming. But yes, the, the screaming is uh, unsettling. She um, was with with us. This, and uh, Cravoy is going to look at just kind of because he's taller than everyone else, just kind of look around. Okay. See if he can't see any like other sign of her. Yep. So because, well, you know what? Roll a perception check for me. Yay! Let, let do it with do it with advantage. What do we see the tents? Since we know that they're there, you don't. Okay, they yeah. were the the way you had actually seen it is because the the old lady had kind of peeked out, so you had kind of seen the veil there. Sure, sure, sure. Yep. And I don't know. Actually, to tell you the truth, <laughs> I don't think you saw the other tent. I basically, I think I just gave it to you. You know, I, I think it, you just saw the one that she was that she was peeking out under. Okay, no, that's fair. I, I couldn't remember if, if we said we that we could see him or not. Yeah, Frank, Frank seemed to know of other tents that we didn't see. That was the that was the gist I got. Maybe I misunderstood. Oh, that. Oh yeah, maybe that's right. Maybe that's yeah. Where I got she that. knew she knew of other places that they were because Frank. I when we talked to her, she was. Very much like aware of the protective aura that was around the uh, the the Dew Saloon, yeah. Um, and but like it's, I think I don't remember exactly if I did mention this to Selenar, but like it is breaking down. I think I because I, I was sort of like tainted while I was inside the Dew Loon, the, the Dew Saloon. Yeah, I right? think I think yeah. that's. I think actually you both know that. Okay, good. Okay. I, I, yeah, because I think she told you both, and I think yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. yeah so she that. so she knew of other tents, and I think that's what uh, Cravoy is sort of like. I'm trying to key in on like places that aren't obvious. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did. I rolled a 17, uh, so plus four perception, 21. Nice. Okay. So you go, or you go. So you you look in the general direction of where Frank was. Frank, you thought kind of was walking. And you do see you do see some steps, but then you see them disappear. And you, as you look towards the congregating bunch of people from the oval that are starting to walk in, the the doors open and they start to close a little bit, and you see two large spiders standing inside of the church as the doors close. Did you see that? No. What did you find, Frank? Uh, no, I found two large spiders inside the church. (laughs) Not the church. What was it? Yeah, Yeah, the church. Inside the church, yep. So this is the the green church that they went in. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are two two large spiders inside the church. Two large spiders, two thirty-five or so husks. It seems the odds are uh, not in our favor. Mm. Not at all. Um, Maybe there's a back way. Although I do feel like, Selena, we should probably find Frank before we do anything. She seems to have disappeared. 
Uh, agreed. Our rushing in will help neither the old lady or ourselves. She's surrounded, so... The old lady is probably not... <clears throat> I consider the old lady not our main focus at the moment. It is unfortunate, but it is so. We do have a responsibility to Frank, but also to... I forgot the daughter's name. What's Proper's name? Morgan. Morgan. We do have a larger responsibility to discover the truth of Morgan. Yes, indeed. Well, Frank had gone that way, and he just kind of, like, points. Okay, so I have to br- I have to break this story because I think it's awesome. So you know what? The big badass orc, well, you know, let's help her. The little lady, yeah, whatever. Let her go. Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> I love it. I had, well, I had to fuck, fuck, I love it. Fuck Running her. into <laughs> the only church with 35 enemies and two large oh, spiders I get only it. gets us killed. Believe me, I get it. I get it. I love it, but I still had to break it all because I I'm always the one that like sees things and like and just is like, oh my god, that is so makes sense, but still fucked up. Okay. Salinor doesn't love it, but no. like being an yeah, old exactly. adventurer. Oh, like, I don't like yeah. it either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it too late not, for the old bag. Yeah, Selenar is not an old adventurer for nothing. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys do? I'm sorry. So I, you know, so Selenar kind of waves. He says, um, we should uh, head over that way and see if we can't suss her out. Agreed. I don't see the tents, but that doesn't mean that they're not here. She may be inside one. Mm. The mood is tense, though. I yes, some- well. I figured somebody was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tense. Listen, guys. <laughs> like tense. Okay, so you guys start making your way over to find out where Frank is, and you stop and you look at your feet and you see that the just like when you see like let's just say like something floating in a bowl and it's somebody takes their hand and they shake it vigorously it starts to to shake and rumble and your body starts to move and you realize that it's weird seeing this in an atmosphere of where it's just snowing the snow is coming down still pretty good there's somewhat of an earthquake that's happening right now and it's shaking oh, no. it's shaking your feet it's shaking the buildings it's you know that thing where if you've ever been in, a, in an earthquake which i have it feels like it's you know shaking your head around and your eyes and you sometimes you can't focus and especially if you haven't experienced it or experienced it enough it puts you all your senses are going so you're basically just like you know trying to bear for for you know, for the worst. So what, 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 what are your guys' reactions? Have you ever experienced this? Uh, I have not. I don't know. I mean, it's a weird question to ask if Selmar had like experienced an earthquake. I would say probably not. Okay. Unless this is, well, this is a different place. Unless the area around Fair Reach would be like geologically active, but like, It's never come up in a D and D campaign, so I yeah. would say no. Yeah, so you're you you you, you know, Selenar has actually been there a little bit longer than Cravoy has, and it is on the west coast on in D and D terms. But let's just say you let's just say you've never experienced it. It may be like a rock trap, right? So like the room itself shakes as like boulders come tumbling down, but like not to the extent of like, oh shit, those buildings look like they're moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so Travoy one hundred percent has experienced uh, earthquakes. Yeah, nice. So, how did do you respond well to them because you've experienced it, or do you? Or I think I just re- I think Travoy just recognizes it immediately. But like because in, well, I mean he's been in he's been in a a, a a city setting for so long. It wouldn't it would it would occur to him that you know, depending on the severity of it, that mm-hmm. everyone's probably in danger for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, unfortunately, because you guys are the only ones outside like there's you don't really notice that much of a reaction actually you know what let's roll a perception on that i'll do that totally 
Oh, nothing. <laughs> four. Four. Uh, nice. Or no. Uh, Seven, seven. Seven. Oh, seven. Like seven. Seven. Even yeah. better, guys. Sevens. I just wanted to make sure that it was on record as it was a yeah. seven, not Very a four. good. I like it. I like it. Yeah, so you you know, you don't recognize anybody else making any kind of reaction to this. It's just both of you, you know, reacting to as how you would. I, I think Selenor kind of like like almost like drops into like a battle stance mm-hmm. you know like legs spread you know kind of arms yeah. out you know sort of like in a steadying like ready thing like do i need to run this way do i need to like roll that way like he just kind of like yeah definitely a readiness like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then and, and an alertness yeah exactly and that's but, that's kind of your natural that? reaction yes oh yeah very much instinctual uh, do you, do you believe that perhaps the screams from the old lady, the the death of the old lady, has caused them to unlock something here? What I what is this? Is, 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 is it constant, or is it is it constant, or is it or is it only a short? No, it, it is. That. Sorry, it, it is starting to rise in intensity. Uh perhaps, per, perhaps, but uh, either way, we should. Hmm, perhaps. I think it is probably best to seek out uh, a safe vantage point for the duration of this. As it Agreed. appears to be only getting worse. So then Simmel just yells out, Frank! Frank! Nothing. And no indication of where she went when the tracks are gone? No, it just it just seems to stop. Like... It was that a, was hold on. That was a stupid question I just asked. <laughs> that was a real dumb question. No. Worries. So let's just pretend. Yeah, you I mean yeah, yeah. I do. Rec- well, but, I recognize. Well, let's it. just say they come up short of where even the the tents are. So it's it's very odd where it would stop before that. Right. So like in the middle of the street, as opposed to like next to this building where you think that maybe a tent would be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, ooh. 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 Wait a minute, I might have an exploit. You're gonna you're gonna do a survival thing, right? You're gonna you're gonna track the shit out of that. Well, I'm trying to see if I can finagle Hunter's Mark into this somehow. <laughs> but the wording is you choose a creature you can see within range. So I can't see her. Yeah, you would have uh, so you would have had to do that before she even disappeared. Yeah, it puts a mis- mystical mark on them. This is something I need to remember. Guys, yeah, exactly. never, that, that would have really helped the story if yeah, you would have done that, Josh. I have never played I mean, I, actually, you know what? I don't think he would have thought to put Hunter's Mark on like on an ally. No, but I think now I'm going to try to remember this. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, but, that's and a, also that's a great thing to put on somebody if you expect them to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the bonuses alone to damage her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, do, you do the <laughs> thing like case. you do the thing in the story where you're like, "Oh, we should split up," which you never should do, and yeah. then you go, and then you should be like, "Oh, but wait." I have Hunter's Mark. Hold I on. should be able to figure out where they go if they go somewhere. Oh, uh, it, is, it is concentration, so I would lose it if we got into a situation where I needed to actually fight with uh, it. Yeah, I was going to say, well, especially if there's an earthquake, you're probably going to lose your concentration. I Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't have anything mystical or whatever. Oh, unless I can do a, a, a survival check to see if there's anything uh, outside of you know, any signs of struggle or anything like that. Yeah, at at this point, I think you're just a little too distracted by what's yep. going on right now. Beautiful, beautiful. So, what do you you said you thought you you should get there? Cravoy said that you should get into, you guys should get into a safer space. So, where is that? Uh, into the center center of town, into the to the square. You know, so similar yeah, things. Like sure. if something's Wait. gonna fall, let's get to a big yeah. open so space you, that's real yeah. close. You're yeah. like you're beside one of the buildings right now, and like the signs are starting to fall off, and yes. you know, things the... are starting to kind of you know shake and kind of fall apart. Away from the structures, yes. Okay, so who is ahead of who? Are you guys walking side by side? What's happening? I think it's just we're just moving. You know, like I don't. I, it's not we're not like in line or anything, right? We're just kind of going, just moving the, towards just the going as fast as you can. Instinctually going to the center where there's no nothing to fall on us. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I, I think so, so. Like Cravoy's stride is so long, so like you know, selling I'm our walking. I'm to walking. Like scoot, and he's walking. You know, and he's like, oh, all right, cool. You know, everything yeah. is fine. It's all fine. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I think at this point, Salomar probably draws both swords. Okay. And then, like, looks questioningly to Salomar, like, eh? It is important to look at oneself. <laughs> Very deep. Uh, <laughs> I look I, within. Yeah. I pull my, draw my swords and look within. I like that. It's a good little. So I want you to both roll me a dexterity check, please. Yay. All right. I hopefully, theoretically. I'm, I'm terrible. Dexterity <laughs> or acrobatics? Could we, like, maybe say it was, it's an athletics type of situation? Where, like, I, if you're athletic, an athletic <laughs> dexterity. So, like, he plants his feet, and then Selenor is like, whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Would it be an athletics check? Oh, I don't want to tell you. No, I, I doubt. Fight. It's a str- athletic. Oh, athletics is strength based. Not that you can't rig some match, but that I'm just being a. I'm trying to get yeah. a plus six on a roll. That's not. That's, <laughs> no, I'm trying to get a plus seven here. <laughs> yeah, Easy, I, guys. I, I got a zero or a plus six. Uh, well, I'm at an eight, so I'll see you in hell. I'm going okay. into a. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, so it really depends on what you're giving me here. <laughs> Because it's either a seven or a ten, neither of which is great. Straight decks is seven. Seven uh, is hell. Acrobatics ten is, is ten. Selenor's a little unnerved. Okay, we will we will say acrobatics. Okay, that's a ten. Okay, all right. So the ground starts to shake, and Cravoy doesn't see this, but Selenor, because he is a traveler from many years, and have seen a lot of things sees that all of a sudden holes in the ground just start kind of appearing just snow just kind of disappears and then Selenar sees Cravoy fall through one of those holes I'll see you in hell fuck I think Selenar just jumps in oh no okay Right, right. like I new characters. I got a good idea for a new character. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say because Cravoy has a little bit of a head start, I'm gonna have Selenar roll another acrobatics roll on for me. All right. Well, actually, you know what? To... And because of because of the earthquake, I'm gonna give you a disadvantage on that. Ah, oh, fucker. All right. <laughs> hey. I don't make the rules, but I do. <laughs> I don't you literally interpret them. Are making the I... rules. <laughs> I don't make the rules. I interpret them. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be... Let me pull my sheet back up again because I was looking at something else. Uh, it's going to be a 10 again. It's my low. Okay. So you... Let's just say... How do you how do you attempt to jump into this hole? So I assume we're kind of like standing, you know, like a couple of feet apart. And, you know, he's kind of like looking around, stuff is shaking. He's got a swords out. And he turns to say something to Cravoy. And like all of a sudden, like... Poof, he just goes yeah. down and he's like, fuck. So he yeah. just like, you know, hands up, you know, swords up, goes like, you know, feet first. It just jumps down the fucking. So you're going to so like, you're going to just jump like straight down. You're going to jump a couple of feet forward, straight down with your feet. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's like the, in the frame, it's like there's, there's a, a frame where it's like all of a sudden Cravoy is the same height as Selenar. And they're just staring at each other. Then he's shorter and he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. That's awesome. Okay, so. I mean, if he could slow himself, maybe like he throws the swords into the fucking dirt to like slow his fall or whatever. But yeah, like I think he just jumps feet for like Cravoy's gone. Like that's that's not going to work. He's going (laughs) to jump after it. Okay. Sounds good. Um, So then Selenar goes to you know, jump through this hole and he's got his, he's got his scimitars to the ready just in case he needs to kind of slow his way into whatever, yeah, whatever (laughs) hell is, is, is waiting for him down below. And he, the, as fast as the hole opens, it closes. And he kind of like does this thing where he kind of like, lands in a squat because the hole's not there yeah, well you know what I, I would even say like because it's it's even though you are you're you're well versed in different climates you kind of fall on your ass almost holding the scimitars kind of like 
almost like you almost put them in the ground almost actually you had kind of have them to your sides like you're sitting in a chair and you're kind of you kind of have this look like okay how did that just happen you were just expecting like this whole like here here's my friend this is what i do go and you just kind of fall on your ass and you're like okay what just happened so he's like Gravoy, no and he like you know starts slashing at the ground nice okay so you start you start slashing and you're just you keep slashing snow to the side and to the side and to the side and to the side and you you feel like you should be making some headway and you feel the ground you just don't see it you just keep slashing and you keep slashing and you keep slashing and and he landed on the spot right so like it's not an illusion like he hit the yeah, spot exactly. where you are was, so you like are in, you are on solid ground now and you see and you're looking around you're kind of seeing the corner of your eye you see holes and then they 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 um, the, they appear and then they disappear. They di- they appear and then they disappear, and then the shaking calms down and the shaking stops. Oh, fuck! I was gonna try to make an in check to time the hole. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're like one, two, three, go. <laughs> yeah. So he like kind of like gets ready again. And he starts to think, all right, well maybe I can like if they go to the same place. And then he starts to like count, and then it like stops shaking. He's like, fuck. <laughs> So like it, you know, it's the camera shot. The snow is coming down. He sort of like looks up and he's sort of like looking around. And the camera's doing the three sixty. Oh yeah, nice. that's disorienting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And Fran- that, yeah. Frantic. Yeah, there's no, there's nobody in this town right now but you, in the center of this. Oh no, city. he's alone. <laughs> so he runs back over to where the t- where he. Th- maybe thinks the tents were like back in that direction again. And he starts yelling a little bit, you know, louder. Frank! Frank! Uh, roll a perception check. All right. Fuck all these dice. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, what is that? 16, 19. Nice. You see that you can actually see a little bit, just a tiny little bit of a flap of the two other tents that are there and they look dark blackish like dark brown kind of blackish just a little bit so he he moves forward you know slides the tip of the scimitar in and like sort of pulls the sash okay over are you looking into it right up right straight ahead are you off to the side how are you looking at uh, he's probably pretty much in front. He just didn't want to walk straight in, though, so he kind of, like, extends the sword in front of him, kind of, like, pulls it over and, you know, sort of leans his trunk. Okay. As you as you do that in the, let's just say it's, like, the middle tent out of the three, you pull open the tent, and you, just like if you burn something in the oven and a billowing amount of smoke comes out at you, and you smell charred something you can't tell what it is but it's got an acrid smell to it Um, and it really it's just it it as it hits you it just it makes you want to throw up because you've dealt with a lot of things you don't quite but you're just you just know something is wrong uh can i so since i kind of know where the tent is can he just sort of like grab it and pull the cover off like yeah. i don't i don't know how it's constructed right so he would just try to like because he doesn't have a light right so like yeah. if it's dark and everything on the inside he's not gonna be able to see yeah well, why don't you roll strength on me for me all right there's something we haven't done strength <laughs> it's more seven more trying to figure out stuff seven <laughs> oh my god you're terrible <laughs> yeah he's, like, he's like, what rolls are no good so yeah. far <laughs> okay so you you go to you go to grab this tent and you can tell it's constructed really well but you can also tell it's very hot mm. to the touch all right so uh, he just pulls the the flat back to try to let in as much light as he can and sort of like really like looks in doesn't go in but like because it's hot, right? So, like, it's yeah. like pulls it back and a wave of heat comes out. So, he kind of like is trying to look in to see what's inside. Yeah. 
So when you, you know, it takes you a bit because there's still quite a bit of smoke kind of billowing out. And as you look in, you can see that there are probably about five or six bodies that are still not quite, not quite extinguished from being on fire. Any of them kind of look like Frunk? None of them look like Frunk to you. You do see like there's... What did I say? Six? Oh, five. I can't. Five I, or six. Five. I literally, I literally just said it and I forgot. <laughs> so there's like, there's like three humans, an orc, and a half elf, and none of them really match the description of Frunk. The orc is a little more, a little taller, a little skinnier, but um, yeah, they're. It's very hard to see to kind of tell, but you can tell by kind of by the body type that it, it doesn't look like it's her. Okay. He'll he'll move to the next two tents. Same thing. Pull it with the, the scimitar, peek in, call her name. You went to mute. Damn it, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so you see the same thing. You, you A lot of billowing smoke. You, you look inside. You see about the same thing. You see about six dead bodies. You see uh, a couple of humans, uh, an elf. Uh, what you might think might even be like a pixie, like a small little pixie on the floor. And and even you even see a what looks to might uh, looks like it actually might be a um, Goliath, and it is charred but also stabbed in the heart, and the knife is still lodged in it. Huh? Does it have like a, like a circlet or like a fucking like a wrist bracelet, like something that would indicate like clan? stuff yes yeah it definitely does it, it the the wristlet if you take a look a little bit actually you know what why don't you roll i love i love rolling on stuff like this <laughs> to know if you know it or not why don't you roll a perception to see if 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 it's something that you can notice because a lot of this stuff is charred it might be unrecognizable okay. uh five it's gonna be an eight okay so it's really hard to notice. It kind of looks like it may be a couple of leaves. There's like, you've got your circlet and it's, or your, whatever you want to call it, your wrist, wristlet or whatever. And it's got what you think might be a couple of leaves on the top and bottom. And then there's something in the middle that you just can't quite, you can't quite notice because it's, it's just a little too burnt up or, you know, just a little too melted. I will pull out of you know um, another shirt or you know rip something off of my fucking sleeve. He wants to get it okay. because if it's someone who's associated with Crivoy's clan, he would want him to know. Okay, well let's just say in your like adventure pack, you have like a cloth or something, and then you okay. yeah you go Empty to pick it up. Or something. Yeah, yeah, it's still a little too hot for you to manhandle, but you were able to kind of wrap wrap it up nicely and. You know, you kind of well. Let's just say you put it in the snow for a little bit to kind of cool it off, and then you grab it, it throw it in the snow. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then put it in your cloth, put it in your back. Your okay. Back. And then he would he would like try to rub it up to see like if it made you know if it was any clearer in the in the snow. You know, like now that it's out in the light and it's cool, and I can kind of handle it and sort of like clean it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can definitely you can definitely tell that the that it those leaves are pretty much there. Um, the thing in the middle kind of looks like a diamond shape, but you just, there's something that you see, like there, there must be a design within the diamond, but you just, you just can't quite make out what it is. Does it look at all like the, the emerald or whatever that's associated with the church? No, because the, the, even though the, it's an emerald, it's still, even though it's emerald in color, it's still an oval. So you think that the diamond wouldn't, you know, a diamond shape wouldn't be quite okay. the same, yeah, of yeah, course. Yep. He'll, he'll like, like slow walk back over to where the crack was that Cravoy you know, where he was at mm-hmm. and just stop to listen to see if he hears anything. Like okay. he doesn't assume that like he's six feet underground, like he's obviously gone somewhere else, but like just to satisfy curiosity, like, is he here? <laughs> okay. Well, let's, hell, roll a perception check. See what you see. Hear what you hear. Uh, ten. No, you don't. The only th- the only thing you hear is the the quiet the the quiet 
of the snow hitting the ground. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. that's a great cutscene to Cravoy. <laughs> <laughs> so your ears wipe. Your ears are tingling. Your no. So because you are such a massive being, you are kind of and you didn't quite exactly expect what was happening. You are, you're falling feet first, but you're kind of moving at a constant drop. So I want you to roll. I actually want you to roll a perception with advantage. 1923. Wow. Very nice. Okay. So you are, you were kind of falling feet first, but then you are kind of, kind of losing a little bit of a momentum, but not too much because you were kind of prepared for the earthquake. You weren't really prepared to fall per se, but you, as you're kind of falling, you realize that what you would think would be a dark mind, basically. Have I have hit the ground? Cause I, he'd be like flailing his arms. Yeah, you're still, yeah. Something. You're still kind of, yeah. You're still kind of going and you're kind of flailing and let's have, I'll have you roll a dexterity check actually on this. And uh, dexterity. It's uh, a great time to let you know that Cravoy actually has boots of Featherfall. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, okay, dexterity, dexterity. I don't have anything. Okay, fine. Dexterity. How about survival? Can I add survival to it because I'm trying to survive? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, good one. You're going to have to roll survival here in a little bit once you hit the floor. Perfect, because I rolled a three plus two. Oh, is a, no, oh no, no. Plus... This is dexterity? Yeah. Dexterity. So a three uh, is straight up. Nice. Just a a three. Okay. So you rolling good. Yep. So you're kind of, you're kind of falling and then your, your feet kind of start going like they're going to go kind of above your head and you kind of make an actual, like a full revolution. Oh crap. And all of a sudden you kind of see this, like almost kind of like this old, this rock kind of see like this rock bridge. It's kind of going at an angle and you go to grab it. And you smash your arm on the on the bridges. You got to go to kind of throw out one of your arms to kind of like catch yourself to kind of you know steady yourself. And you continue to dump. You continue to dump. You Ouchies. continue to tumble. Um, I'm gonna have you roll a d4 for me. Three. Okay. So when you smack, you've broken arm, three bones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So when you when you smack your arm, it it goes numb for a bit, but you take a little bit of damage. So I'm going to have you take three damage just because you are. I'm not going to have you break your arm, which probably could happen, but you know you just really, like you know, you kind of go numb. Let's just say it's your left arm. It, you kind of hit like hit the funny bone part, the funny bone part of your elbow, but oh. luckily don't like shatter your elbow because exactly. you're kind of going at a weird angle and you continue to fall. Okay. Owie! Yeah, exactly. Uh, roll another perception check for me. Dunsky. 14. Nice. You see um, what you think is you're kind of you're kind of listing to the left a little bit, and you see okay, so you have stalagmites, and you have stalactites, but what if something is hanging on the side? What would you call that? Anyway. Wait. The stalag side? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's the just stalag say... might stalag tight. So from the side, it would. Oh, damn it! I'll come yeah. up with something later. So you I'll see, you see, loud. like like a, a almost a pointy-ish rock formation that is just below you as you're continue to tumble down. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I did think about using the whip, but I I, I was frantically clicking. And you'd it would have to be like I would like to because okay, all right, I'm okay. So what I, I would like to use the whip. I'm trying to figure out the best way to to uh, sell you on it because where's that thing? I've got uh, a martial adept. I was I took the feat that allows me to pick two. Th- I, I've got trip attack. Which would, which would mean I know how to wrap the whip around something, presumably. True. 
either that or like, I mean, maybe I just, maybe I can just use the whip to try and do that. I don't remember anything, but if I can't, I can't, or I can grab it. Is it close or is it going to like gouge me? Is that what's no, I, it, How long is your whip? Uh, it, it's, it, it, it gives me reach. So I guess 10 feet. Theoretically, I can reach if. something 10 feet away. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say it. I would say it. I would I'll say it gives you at least 15 feet. I'll say you have at least 15 feet of whip. Custom and I, made. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a custom, yeah, it's a vine. Yeah, it's made out yeah. of vines. Vines are te- typically longer, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'll say you're within, you're within that. All right, cool. I will whip the whip to try and nice. whip the stalag side. Sounds good. <laughs> throw me the slag side, I'll throw me the whip. I'll throw you the yeah. whip. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love that scene. Um, so I do it. Do I have to roll an attack? Should I attack the stalag side? You know what? I'm a dexterity, maybe. Yeah, let's a... let's do let's do a dex on that. Yep, because that's not really Shit. much of a strength. That's more of a dex on it. But be an attack, wouldn't it? It would I don't be an know. attack. Yeah, yeah. I can't really sell. I'll just I'll just straight dexterity, which. I'm not very good at, at doing Indiana Jones stuff. You know what? I'm going to give you – I'll give you advantage on that because of your perception check. Why not? Advantage? Okay. Well, I make that's... the rule. Oh, 17. 17 nice. with the advantage. All right, perfect. Woo! So you perfectly wrap this uh, whip around this stalag site or whatever you want to call it, and you you kind of have this moment of glee where you're like, you know, you're kind of like, I did it. I can't believe I did it. And then you realize that the angle that you're coming at, that you're going to have to be careful. Otherwise you're going to be, you're going to slam yourself right into the side of this wall. Okay. So, right. um, okay. Gonna, so, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, why don't you tell me what you think you're going to do? Uh, I, I think once that happened and I started swinging, I'd immediately be looking for a, a, something to, to land on. Um, Cause I, I will, if there is, if there's anything for me to land on using the momentum of the whip, I'm, I, I'm, I was going to fire off a misty step to get there. Okay. So let's, let's say that you probably wrapped about five feet of whip around it. You have, so you'll have about 10 feet left and you can tell that there's a bottom to this, but it's about, I'm going to say about 30 feet down. So you're still you still got twenty feet of clearance, and you're eight feet tall. John doesn't understand distance and stuff. Could I, could I just drop? Could I just like get release That's, the whip. That and is, not hurt myself. That is up to you. Do do you do you think sixteen try... or eight? Wait, what the hell? You said well, thirty. Oh, so it's like twenty. Okay, yeah, you um, still got about twenty-two feet. Yeah, to be falling basically. Yeah, so I'm just gonna miss these step. I'm just going to, I'll cast Misty Step to get down there because it's, uh, I can teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. So as long as there's an unoccupied space down there, I'll just teleport right to it. I'm sorry. There's like 43 goblins and you can't. Sweet. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) I just dangle there. I live here now. (laughs) (laughs) This is where I live. No. So basically you, you know, you hit the whip, you kind of have a little bit of a momentum. You decide that you're going to, you know, use the misty step to kind of glide to the floor. It's not pretty, but you kind of, kind of slide a little bit. It's, it's almost like when you see like these, those funny videos where like somebody has a dog toy and the dog takes it and the person that has the dog toy and the dog grips it. And then they kind of take them and kind of pull them to the side and they kind of slide to the side a little bit. That kind of, (laughs) that's kind of what happens to you it's it, you know it's not the worst looking thing but it's not the best either like a silvery mist that that's right envelops me and i just poof that's right poof. yep that's right and you just kind of and you and you stop mm. um and you look around and you see mines you see that this is mines you see that this is like a mine and there are a bunch of different uh rock bridges that then they're not man-made they're just kind of formed and they're kind of scattered all throughout this mine um the reason why you can tell it's a mine is because you can see you can see some carts here and there 
Um, nothing, unfortunately, in them, but when you look at the walls, you can see little green crystals that are forming, and they are everywhere. And it's I get not- out my pickaxe. It's emerald. <laughs> I get out my- I've seen this in a game before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've played Minecraft. I know yeah, exactly I was going to say, yeah, this is exactly <laughs> Minecraft. I have a Minecraft map right in front of me. <laughs> but, uh, no, and the... It's not... When you see them, it's not... It's not like you would see like little gems that are in the walls and stuff like that. As far as the green that you see, the green is like little flecks, and they're all throughout the cave. And it's oh, not, it's it's not and it doesn't look like anything that you would mine, but it, it looks like you could. You know, it looks like if you were because it's it ha, it gives it such a green tint to it, but it's still very dark and it's it's very illuminating. It's it's almost like looking at you know, like green glitter inside of a dark wall. It's it's, it's just okay. it's beautiful and haunting and kind of weird all at the same time. And it is producing light, so I can could I see around and you how can, like, you can it's actually, everywhere. You can see around. It's 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 not it's not the best lighting, but it's definitely for a a mine. It's definitely not the worst. So it's not, it's not something where you have to have dark vision to see around. You can see, you know, maybe let's just say like, you know, 10, 15 feet out in front of you. But it's, you know, it's not, again, it's not the best lighting, but it's definitely not the worst. So you can definitely move around and kind of, you know, try to get the lay of the land. I want to, I want to ex- uh, uh, at least in the immediate area, or yes, what? What I'd like to do is I like to, I like to go up to the to the little green flecks and ins- inspect them a little bit more to see if there's anything I can sort of like understand about it and its relation to basically all the green stuff that we've been seeing. Okay. So how do you do that? Do you just do you t- just take a closer look? Do you touch it? Do you try to get some off of the wall? You know how how do you interact with it? Tell you what I do. What I do is I, and they call it a mine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was thinking of doing like a some sort of a check to figure out whether or not this is the same if it's related to what's going on. I think it probably is. But if there's anything I can notice about it, like I go up and touch it. I go up and just kind of and, and like smell it. But like I, I, I I've got this. If my intelligence, oh, oh, never mind, I'm dumb. Never mind. Uh, yeah, that's what I would. I would, I would, I would I'm, I'm trying to like make sense of that. So, like, insight—is it lying to me? Um, <laughs> I'm trying not to make it intellect based. Trying to make it wisdom based. Okay, so you go to touch the wall. Yeah, like slowly, you know, yeah. slowly, slowly, yeah. slowly. It burns you to death. No, so slow even that if any sort of hint of anything good to go wrong, I would immediately pull my hand away. <laughs> All right, so you go to put your hand on the wall, and Cravoy, tell me of a time when you and Morgan had a moment, a special moment that is just you and her. Uh, so we had a moment. Uh, it was when when uh, probably like the after probably like with a, a year or so after I had established and been there and uh we 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 spoke we were uh having ale grog ale whatever hey can i pause for a second you can tell tell me that in Cravoy's voice ah crap good call, good call. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time a year there was a time after i had been here for i would say a year where morgan and i found ourselves sharing an ale one night and she spoke of her mother it is the first time i had ever heard her speak of her mother in such a way sidebar uh would does Cravoy know anything about that about the mom about that because about their uh i don't think he's, he ever met her but the idea behind this is that she speaks of her in like the way she truly thinks of her. So that I want to get that part right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Is that okay like that, I do, feelings that for I do her this? Yeah. yeah. Like in a moment where she, her guard is down and like, cause we, we we're like drinking and she, and we're like sharing stories and stuff. And the moment is going to be 
you know, like that connection of she talks about her uh, her mom with Cravoy. Definitely. So is that, first of all, is that okay, John? And second of all, was it good or bad? Because then I can just put it in my own words. Uh, I can assume it was good. Okay. I mean, right. she was, I don't want to say she was a wild child, but I mean, she kind of like, you know, she said strong like, both of her parents <laughs> okay all right all right and, you all know right. kind of like we sort of like gave her free reign so she kind of explored and you know sort of did what she wanted which just kind of left us where we are now but um yeah, yeah I, okay. I i think for the most part it was good. positive okay all right she's uh sp- she spoke of her mother in a very reverent way of Wishing that she perhaps had more time with her. Wishing that there was that last moment to say one more thing. And I believe there was a bit of regret. And I remember it being a very good night of sharing and strengthening of a bond that I did not expect or realize had been there. And as Curvoy reflects back on the time that he had that kind of opened himself up to Morgan, a spectral kind of, I don't know, you don't know if it's a memory or if it's real, a greenish tint of a hand kind of caresses your face and says, Curvoy. All right, back to Solinar. So I eat the hand. I eat the hand. <laughs> you can't. It's spectral. You can't eat it. You can't eat it. Uh, damn it. Unless you want to eat ectoplasm. I don't know. <laughs> spectroplasm. I don't know. Yeah, spectroplasm. There you go. <laughs> All right, back to Solinar. Solinar, you are kind of almost ear to the ground trying to see if you could hear anything. You don't hear anything. What do you do next? I think he goes into the church. Okay. <laughs> Frank is gone. Cravoy is gone. Like, you know, we don't know anybody here. The the Yonti are gone. Like, that's like, all right, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck indeed. All right, so you you head to the church. Do you walk straight in? Do you announce yourself? Do you cautionly try to figure out what's going on? Do you knock? How do you approach it? He sheaths both swords and, you know, just walks not aggressively, but, you know, like confidently towards the church, up the steps, and, you know, just like pushes the doors in. So, like, you know, the camera over his shoulder, clump, clump, clump up the steps, and just like pushes both doors and they kind of like easily slide open and the snow sort of like swirls around his feet. And he, you know, whatever's whatever's there <laughs> when he opens, you know. Perfect. Before you kind of make it inside, you're kind of just inside the doors. What Cravoy had seen is what you see now. There are two giant spiders, one on either side of the door as you come in, and he knocks them both out with the doors when he pushes them open. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Yes! <laughs> sure. Victory! Sure. They pull out so you can't. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you pull and these two giant spiders, you see them and you wonder, are they, are they smiling at you? And what, the one on the left says, welcome to Oval. And the, the other one repeats, welcome to Oval. And the one on the left says, all are welcome. And the other one says, all are welcome. And then the one on the left says, it holds up one, like fucking one of its eight legs. And it's like, hold on for a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to word this just right. <laughs> it's creepy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Line. No. Um, yeah. It's other leg comes up and kind of like scratches it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, where exactly. the chin would be, but it's like kind of like rubbing the mandible. So it's really fucked up. Yeah, it's really it's just too many legs though, right? Like too many. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say that's it. I'm gonna say that's all they say. Okay, so he's like he's got one foot on the like on the stoop and like one foot in, and they're like you know talking at him from just past where the doors are. He like draws himself up and he like takes a deep breath, kind of like tries to settle himself down. Is there anyone else in the area, or is it just just the spiders? Uh, there are 
as you look past the spiders, you see what looks to be some kind of almost like a weird looking podium and a backdrop of green, like green, uh, basically a tree that had that's emerald green. And, and you see, it's just a, a big emerald tree that's behind it, kind of in a mural behind this podium. And there are a ton of square like mats and there are a bunch of different, let's just say there's probably like 12 mats, six on one side, six on another. And they are kind of in a position of almost like what it looks to be like prayer. And they are just kind of like on their hands and knees and their arms straight out and kind of like heads are down and nobody is at the podium. They are just kind of doing their own thing. All right. So Salamar just like nods curtly to the spiders and sort of like slowly then walks in and, you know, it's kind of like takes in that scene then of them sort of, you know, in some obvious prayer meditation or whatever. Okay. And then he, you know, just kind of like slow looks around, like, is there a hallway that leads, you know, because he's been in temples before, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, is there a hallway that leads to where, like, he may think the offices, or is it like, is this one big room? Is there, you know, he's he's just trying to, like, get a lay of the land to see, like, where to best proceed. Yep. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. All right. Uh, Oh, that's going to be a 20... So you see a couple of spiral staircases that go, the church is basically oval itself and on the inside too. And you see spiral staircases that just kind of go along the walls, one on each side and they kind of twirl themselves up and there, you know, this kind of looks like the first floor and there must, there must be a second floor above. Okay. He takes the one. He heads towards the one on the right. I guess okay. we'll see as, what happens. As he, yep, as he heads to take one of the staircases, and a emerald colored imp comes flying in and says, "Hello, brother. Welcome to the oval. How may I assist you today?" Yes, I have business to discuss with Proper. Proper, you say? Let me see if she's available. Give me a second, brother. Thank you very much. And he disappears out of existence. So he's like an imp, huh? Hmm. So he like tries to like cycle back through. Like he's pretty sure they're not good. <laughs> I mean, I would make me like a history check or a, like a. I don't think they would be nature. Arcana. You could do. I mean, I don't. I think you could do a nature check. Okay. I mean, they're both plus zero, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 15. Very nice. He's got a lot of years to plow through to remember the last time yeah. he's like, deal with <laughs> and it. And he's him. getting older. You know, it takes a while to plow through all that memory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I think there was this one time yeah. we were at this. Yeah. Well, let's say this. So technically, in your travels, you have, you have actually... Uh, let's just say you never run into an imp, but you have you know heard stories of them typically being evil. But you've typically seen stories about Yuan-Ti's being evil, and they were trying to help you try to figure out this place. So take that with a grain of salt. Take that with what you will. Sure, sure, sure. But also they are in the you know he's also a part of this. You would assume. So I mean, who knows? It could be something where he might be up to something also. Fair enough. So he he's kind of like, you know, he's got his arms crossed, kind of like, you know, tapping his fingers on his arm as he's sort of like waiting. He'll give it like five minutes. Okay. And if so, not, then he's going up the steps. <laughs> yeah. So so about, let's say about three and a half minutes. Let's split the difference kind of. And he pops back into, into existence. Does it scare you? Does it do anything? Or are you... Are you because you're, expect, so. you're expecting him back? But I expect him to come back. Like if he doesn't pop back up in front of me, maybe it like you know he starts to like get into a guarded stance. But if he kind of pops up where he winked out, I, yeah. I let's, just, really... let's just say he winks out a little bit to the right of you, and like you because you're an adventurer, you know that he that he does it on purpose to kind of be to kind of get you on your guard to kind of 
see if you'll flinch. Mm-hmm. And he says, he says, I hate to inform you that that Papa is indisposed at the moment, but she would love to talk to you if you don't mind coming with me for a little tour. I can show you what the Oval is all about. So, like his, so when he pops up in the wrong spot, like his hand drops to his his sword. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like you know drops his hand back down, and he says, uh, "Yes, I would be uh, most appreciative of a tour. I would love to know what your organization is about." <laughs> he says, "Perfect." He kind of motions with one of his wings and kind of beckons you just a little bit further on this first floor. And he says, uh, the first floor is mainly for prayer and daily affirmations. We like to come here and come here as a group to, to let everyone know that we are here for them and that in times of great need, this we are unified as one. And so this is why we don't... We have everyone out in this in this open area because everyone is to know that we are open for you. We are here with open arms and that we are whatever ails you, we are here for you. Um, as you can see to my right, and you didn't notice this before, but you see in one of the corners, there's this almost like a kind of, actually kind of big, almost like a fountain. And by fountain, what I mean is it's like a ovalish kind of looking pool, but it's also got water coming in from one the side of one of the walls, and it's just kind of pulling pooling into this pool, obviously, and uh, <laughs> and you can see it's it's water, but it also has a green tint to it, but it's not a lot of green, it's just little flecks, but the flecks are there, and. He kind of motions over here and he says, and this is for anyone. This is for the Oval, but also for any of our weary travelers that are needing refreshment. Anybody that walks in off the street, if they need any of our assistance, we are gladly to give them some of our water. And if, if any other needs need to be met, like lodging or food, we are definitely here for them if they need be. They don't need to stay, but we always give them that option. Okay. Uh, if uh, if I may ask, how did you come to be in the service of the uh, of the Oval? Well, it wasn't something where I kind of found them. They kind of found me. I was I, I was lost. You might say I was kind of wandering and didn't have what you might say a home. Or any, unfortunately, I don't, us imps, we don't have much of a family. And I was kind of, let's just say, down down the wrong path. And I was able to find this town. And I was able to find that they were, that the Oval was here for me and tended to all my needs. And it's weird because I thought, I thought that I needed to be who I am. You know, you see me, you probably see an imp, you probably see someone who is of a, of an evil nature that just wants to torture and do things to good people. But that is not me. That's, that was something that was never in my DNA. It was just something that was always expected of me. And the oval was able to pull me aside and tell me that I don't need to be who I who I was predestined to be, I can be who I am now. And this is why I'm here. Hmm. Interesting. Shall we continue? Yes, we shall. On to the second floor. So he kind of takes you up the, up the stairs and you see that there is, this is split into rooms. So he kind of takes you to the first room that's on the left. And he says, this floor is our magic arena. This is where we, the people that are um, knowledgeable in Arcana, we'd like to teach whoever is willing to learn and we want to help them 
better themselves through magic, whether it be through healing, whether it be through using magic as a tool to help the town, whether it would help them to build, you know, some form of art, if it would be for them to, God, I'm trying to think of how you use magic to <laughs> further yourself if you don't have any possessions. I mean, you you could turn that into, a, you know, business as a healer or yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Alchemy, alchemist type shit. Yeah, there you go. If you like to work and, you know, work with alchemy and, you know, make potions and sell them, you know, sell them pro... We don't like to have, you know, our coin and stuff like that, but sometimes you have to sell to stay above. So, you know, if we want to sell, you know, some of our offerings, some of our potions through alchemy, we do that also. There's different ways to do it. And if there are... You know, we like to welcome in all peoples and all beings. So if there is someone that has to take some aggression out, we, you know, we will have some, some magic duels, nothing that will be too harmful, but something to kind of get that aggression out. So then, you know, later on, they're not doing anything they're not supposed to. So, you know, we like to, you know, do it that way. Um, he takes you to the the building just to the right of that. And he says, just like using magic and getting out of aggression, we also have our fighting arena. We also, we tell any, anyone, you know, if you, if you feel that need to get a little bit of something out, if you need to, you know, say your piece through your hands and through your feet, we definitely like to say, have at it here again, nothing too crazy. Just, you know, a little sparring here and there, you know, maybe, uh, maybe a few tournaments at the end of the month, just to get, morale up and to see you know what we can see of everyone just to make sure and plus unfortunately you get that weary traveler that likes to come in and start something and you know it's it's okay for us to kind of squash it get them kind of to not be bullying us if need be so we have a little fighting arena for that i would like to make an insight check like i'm just I'm trying to judge his demeanor, like as we're kind of walking and talking, and he's just kind of like, you know, asking about different things. This is sort of like walking around. I just want to get an idea of my sense of him. Okay. Uh, what is that? A six? So it's going to be a mobile insight nine. So not great. He's like a, he's like a little flying lizard. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, you know when you're when you're when he's speaking about these things, he's, he's very adamant. He's very excited to tell you about it. You can tell that it's his job to not only tell you about what's going on, but also to kind of get you excited too. Like, Oh, here's another. Look at all the perks. Yeah, exactly. There's all cult has a hype man. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, he's excited to tell you about all the fun things that happen around here. Okay, so he's so in uh, in Selenar's estimation, he seems fairly earnest. Like he's his wings are flapping and his hands are moving. Definitely, and he's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. He's definitely he's definitely all in on what they're selling. Okay, wow, that's that's something that would have come up. So I'm looking at my sheet. I have Fey An- ancestry, so I have advantage on saves versus charm. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> well, the thing is, and we talked about it. The did we. The, yeah, remember. the thing the thing that we had wasn't it wasn't unfortunately it wasn't a charm spell even though he did technically charm you and I forget what the word was. It was a was. sexy board thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something. Oh, like, something that's different. right. I remember. Yeah, that. it was something yeah. like okay. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, it was well, perfect. I don't remember I, that. It was a yeah. sexy bard. Yeah, it was an incubus thing. I think. It yeah. Was yeah. Like a, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it was one of those things. that's pretty much what he is yeah yeah exactly he's sexy bart anyway all right so so then you know like i assume they start making towards the next set of steps if there's another set of steps and he says um and uh, what of the spiders downstairs though those are interesting adherence to your religion of course we don't don't a lot of people, a lot of creatures, when they see other creatures, they think, oh, look at this thing. This thing is horrible looking. This thing is, you know, big mandibles and, you know, a demeanor that if looks could kill, correct? Uh, you know, it's one of those things like we, 
around here we don't we don't judge those things because again it's all about what's happening with you on the inside it all the outside could happen all the time you know you see you see a devil like me you think well obviously he's got something behind the scenes but i don't i you know maybe that was something in my past and that is something that was expected of me but here we do not expect that we we try to better ourselves in the ways of the mind and the body and the spirit and i can see where you're coming from but it's just not a thing we do. So I, I imagine they're like halfway up the next set of steps. Then he kind of stops and he's like, and I admire that you accept all manner of beings. And yet, and he kind of like shakes his finger and he pauses. What of the old woman? I'm sorry. I don't, uh, old woman. What, who are you talking about? Yes. The, uh, the old one from outside. I believe she had thrown, um, a tomato, perhaps. I'm. I'm not sure, but um, she was removed to the church and began screaming shortly thereafter. Oh, you mean Elisnar? Oh, Elisnar. She's the. She is our newest member. I can definitely introduce her if you'd like to. She is quite, quite an amazing woman and very, very nice. I would, uh, I would very much like to meet her as, as soon as we finish the tour. But of course, the last stop in our little tour is is our own uh, is the upstairs floor where our own proper does God coming up with the dumbest thing to say. Okay, her reception taxes. room, her taxes, her, uh, <laughs> yeah, her, her taxes. Yeah, where she handles church business. Yeah, no, this is and the the last floor, which is. Her quarters. Her quarters. Yeah, this is the the last last floor that we are visiting is Proper's quarters. So I would invite you to please have a seat. If you'd like anything to eat or drink, I can bring it up for you, and Proper shall be with you very soon. No, no, I wouldn't want to trouble you. I oh. will. Uh, I'll wait here. Uh, I will search for you uh, when we have completed our business. But of course. And I will make sure that Elisnar is waiting for you so you guys could have your conversation. I can't wait. And he's really, and he's like really stoked because he's like, oh my God, he wants to talk to somebody else that's here. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like he was just trying to periodically like sort of like needle him a little bit. Like, oh, what about this? Oh, what about that? Oh, this is interesting. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just trying yeah, to see definitely. what sort of response he would get. Yeah, yeah he seems very interested in like talking about the really, yeah. The... <laughs> Yeah, selling definitely. it. Yeah, there is no door that goes into this private quarters, and he kind of takes his wing and kind of motions towards the room and says, "If you'll just wait here, she'll be right with you." Uh, he starts to step in, like waits to see if he like bamps out or like starts to flutter down the steps, but then he's he stays outside. Okay. Yeah, so the so the imp just kind of floats down the stairs and disappears. Thanks for listening to Justice for All, a D&D 5th edition campaign run by me, Kurt Amuler, with John Haremza as Selenar Eularian and John Neary as Cravoy Food Chaser Dolikavea. Music and sound effects by BattleBards. Go to BattleBards.com to get great fantasy and sci-fi audio theme music by Mr. Snooze. To find out more about theme music, check out our show notes. And thanks for listening.